This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. We're going to be coming out of, hallelujah, Numbers 13, verses 25 through 26. Amen? Numbers 13, verses 25 through 26. We will start in, amen, and we will continue to read, amen. Hallelujah. This is the account of Moses sending out the 12 spies, amen, to spy out, to, to, uh, uh, to engage in reconnaissance, I should say, amen, of the promised land. Hallelujah. You remember that uh, God had brought the children of Israel out of hundreds of years of slavery, out of Egypt. They'd gone into the wilderness. They'd gotten the law at Mount Sinai. They, had get be they were given all the ceremonial uh, ways to approach God and all the civil ways to live amongst themselves in the book of Leviticus. And here in Numbers, amen, they uh, are spying out the land, amen, hallelujah, 12 of the leaders of every tribe of Israel, amen, and this is their return to Moses with their report, amen, hallelujah, amen. glory to God, thank you, Jesus. I'm reading from the Amplified Version, so it will read different from the King James Version, obviously, hallelujah, glory to God. So it reads, amen, in verse 25, it says, when they returned from spying out the land at the end of 40 days, they came to Moses and Aaron and to all the congregations of the sons of Israel in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. So they were near the promised land. That's where that area is. And brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the land's fruit. Next slide, next verse, 27. And they reported to Moses and said, we went into the land where you sent us. And it certainly does flow with milk and honey, so it's a prosperous land, it's a good land, hallelujah. And, and this is its fruit, so its fruits, amen, hallelujah, from commentaries was larger in size than we know fruit today, amen, hallelujah. Glory to God, this is how the earth was at one time. But the people who live in the land are strong, and the cities are fortified, they're walled, and very large. Moreover, we saw there the descendants of Anak, people of great stature, and courage what's happening here the 12 spies are coming back and 10 of them are telling Moses and Aaron and all the congregation amen this is a great land what God said it actually was and it's wonderful but there are people of great stature with walled cities And I see them as an impediment to us going into this land of milk and honey. Saints, I don't know about you, but I've had experiences in my life, in my walk with the Lord, where he has shown me something. But I kept looking at the obstacles. I felt like there was no way God can do this. That this is even too great for God. And when I did those things, I obviously did not have the promise that God wanted for me. Headed back into my struggles and complained about God. What are you talking about, Brother Pastor, today? Next slide. Hallelujah. Today's message is the promise 
actualized, the promise brought to pass, hallelujah, or the promise rendered, overcoming the giants in your life. Saints, we all have giants that we see in our lives. They, they, they are between us and the promises that God made to us. They could be fears. These giants could be fears. They could be prejudices. They could be, hallelujah, not understanding who God is and what he's capable of doing. Amen. They could be our own biases. They could be teachings that we have learned all our lives. Hallelujah. That prohibit us from entering into the promise. God told us that the year 2021 is the year of breakthrough. Hallelujah. But I can't reach breakthrough if I still am intimidated by the giants that are before me. Just like the children of Israel were intimidated by the giants of their day and their great walled cities. It seems like the promise is wrapped in a walled city. How can I get to it? And certainly, amen, if I'm a, a, a person given to mixture, a mixture of the old and new covenant, I, I, I believe that I have to work to get the promise. And when I'm involved in something, I know my own limitations. Hallelujah. Let's say God wanted you, hallelujah, to uh, have this wonderful job that needed 10 degrees from school. But you knew that you weren't going to spend the time to go 10 years, I mean, go and get 10 degrees from school. Hallelujah. But God, hallelujah, had a plan for you to get that job without those 10 degrees. Hallelujah. But because you're into mixture, you, you're believing that you got to go back, hallelujah, for 10 years to get 10 degrees, hallelujah. That would be an insurmountable giant to you, hallelujah, glory to God. But God, hallelujah, ultimately wants us to look at him, amen. Without getting too much further, amen, once again, our title is The Promise Actualized or Rendered or Brought to Pass, Overcoming the Giants in Our Lives. Let's pray, hallelujah, please join me in prayer, I should say, amen, as I pray over this word today. Father God, we've come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. Hallelujah, we thank you and praise you for this opportunity, Lord God. Father God, you have spoken through me that this year is the year of breakthrough, Lord God. And Father God, many of us have heard many messages and many slogans, Lord God, throughout the years about what you would do in a particular year for us, Lord God. But Father God, as you have us have me to share this word today. This, this task is far, far too great for me. I'm in need of your help, Lord God. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today that your people might be empowered, Lord God, that they might, hallelujah, be filled, hallelujah, glory to God, uh, with encouragement, Lord God, that they might know the means where they can walk in their breakthrough, that they might overcome their giants, that they might receive the promise that you have for them for their lives in the name of Jesus. I thank you today. I praise you, Lord God. Fill your people to overflowing, both here in person and online. Have your way like never before. In Jesus' name, let somebody say amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide. Real quick, amen. Let's, let's, let's deal with these descendants of Anak or Anakim. Hallelujah. Real quick. Now, according to uh, Eaton's Bible dictionary, the descendants of Anak, they dwelt in the south of Palestine or the south of Israel as we know it, or the south of Canaan, hallelujah, in the neighborhood of Hebron. In the days of Abraham, they inhabited the region afterwards known as Edom and Moab. These are both relatives to 
Israel. Hallelujah. East of the Jordan. They were probably a remnant of original inhabitants of Palestine before the Canaanites, a Cushite tribe from Babel and the same race as the Phoenicians and the Egyptian shepherd kings. Their formidable warlike appearance as described by the spies sent to search the land filled the Israelites with terror. They seem to have identified them with the Nephilim or the giants of the anti-diluvian age. That means uh, before the flood. Hallelujah. They were various tribes of Anakin. Hallelujah. Joshua finally expelled them from the land, except the remnant that found their refuge in the cities of Gaza, Goth, and Ashad. The Philistine giants whom David encountered were descendants of the Anakin. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And tells us to go on and research more about giants. But these, and, and, and you know, depending on what commentary you read or uh, what you believe, amen, hallelujah. I don't want to get too deep in it, but these were people of great size that the Israelites were facing, amen. And for our purposes, it's anything of great size or things we feel like we cannot overcome and we are challenged to believe that God can either. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So from my point of view, through my studies, I believe these were real actual beings of great size. Hallelujah. But for our purposes, amen, we need to view whatever that large thing is before us that has continually kept us out of God's promises. Amen. Next slide. Hallelujah. Fear can cause us to lose out on God's promises. I know it has for me. I can't speak for anybody else. But fear can cause you to lose out on God's promises. Let's take a look at it. Next slide. We're going to Numbers 13, 31. Hallelujah. These are the spies again, hallelujah, reporting to the people. It says, but the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people of Canaan, for they are too strong for us. Has anybody had an obstacle you felt like was too strong for you? They gave the Israelites a bad report about the land which they had spied out, saying the land through which we went in spying it out is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people that saw it, in it are men of great statue, sta stature, excuse me. Next slide, next verse, verse 33. There, there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, a part of the Nephilim, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. Now, this word Nephilim, amen, at the bottom of, the, of my slide here, amen, says giants, it's, hallelujah, the Hebrew word left untranslated by the reviser. So people, like I said, there are some scholars who didn't really want to deal with this. Amen. So some of the revisers of the Bible didn't even want to define Nephilim, but they are giants. So from their natural eyes, their, their senses, they were outmanned. God had just delivered them from Israel and I mean, from Egypt, excuse me. And hallelujah, done great and mighty works, amen, and defeated the greatest nation in the world. Yet they were coming to the promised land and were intimidated by a new challenge, forgetting what God had already delivered them from. 
I know sometimes I forget all that God has done for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So then when a new challenge comes, amen. Hallelujah. I act like I don't know him. I don't necessarily like it, but God always takes me to new challenges. I'm never left, amen, in a comfort zone for too long. There's always something new, a new level he would like me to experience of his grace. Hallelujah. But because I'm so used to where I am, hallelujah, and comfortable where I am, and I've forgotten what he's delivered me from, hallelujah, I'm intimidated by what I see. There's more for this church. But if I were to go by my senses and look around, I'd be intimidated. I'd see it as a giant obstacle. But because I remember where God brought me from, hallelujah, sitting on my couch or having church at Tanner Park, amen, looking at the water. And where I am now, hallelujah, I know he is well able to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. I used to have Hallelujah Church with a little uh, Dunkin' Donuts by my side, too. <laughs> Sitting in Tanner Park. Now we've been here going on nine years this October. Hallelujah. Amen. God's well able. I can't let my fears, I can't let what I see, what I experience through my senses, stop me from believing God. It's a challenge. I have to keep my eyes on him. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Our fears of the giants in our lives can lead to rebellion against God. Those giants, those obstacles can cause us to rebel against God. Next slide. We're going to Numbers 14 and 1. Hallelujah. I'm reading from the Amplified Version still. It reads, Then all the congregation of Israel raised their voices and cried out, and the people wept that night. And all the Israelites murmured in discontent against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, Oh, that we had died in the land of Egypt! Or that we had died in the wilderness! Next slide, next verse, verse 3. Why is the Lord bringing us to this land of Canaan? See, God wants to do something good for them, but they're so intimidated by the giants, and the report from the, 12 spies, from the 10 spies, I should say, hallelujah. There were two that didn't have a negative report, and we'll see that later, hallelujah. Glory to God. They were so emotionally distraught over the report of the giants, hallelujah, glory to God, that they, hallelujah, started to complain and wish that they had died in Egypt. For us, that would be our old lives. That they had died in the wilderness. That's a place, hallelujah, away from your past blessings and not quite to your new promise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The thing about the wilderness is the only thing you can do is depend on God to survive. There's no, there's not a lot of vegetation. There's not a lot of resources there to live. Hallelujah. It's all God, hallelujah, and that's what he was trying to teach them in the wilderness, hallelujah. Glory to God. A trip that was only supposed to take two weeks. Amen. Let me continue to read, amen. Let me start that again. Why is the Lord bringing us to this land of Canaan to fall by the sword? Amen. There was a time in my life when I thought God was trying to kill me, so I'm, I'm right there with them, hallelujah. I was wrong too. Our wives and children will become plunder. 
Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said one to another, let us appoint a new leader and return to Egypt. God had done all these things to deliver them from Egypt. And let them out with a mighty hand. And now they want to appoint new leaders and go back into slavery. Saying sometimes there's a temptation to go back into the bondage God delivered us out of. Because we are intimidated by the giants that are before us. My God. Lord, we, uh, saints, we should be living better than we are. And I'm not here to say that everybody's going to be rich and all that. I'm not here. That's between you and God. What I'm saying is there is a better lifestyle that God has for us than we currently have. But the giants have kept us out of the promise. And one of the challenges that we have, I know, I, let me speak for me. One of the challenges that I have is we keep thinking we're going to be blessed through this world system and that God doesn't have ways that are beyond how we understand blessing should come. In other words, it may not come through your job. It may not come from someone giving you money. It may come in a way that you have no idea of because he's God. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. My current job, amen, where I've just been, when I got promoted four months ago, amen, hallelujah. I knew our director for years because she was aware of me when I worked at my previous job in Windage. I did not know that I was being watched for eight years or so as I was doing my job. So that when promotion came up, my director already knew who I was and what I was about. You, you don't know what God is working behind the scenes for your benefit. I had no idea. I couldn't see myself working at, at a different job at that time. We don't know what God is doing. Hallelujah. And these people, amen, hallelujah, because they could not believe God, went into rebellion. And because in the past I did not believe God, I went into rebellion. My God. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. The voices of reason. God will always give us voices of reason. God will always use people to speak into our lives. Hallelujah. Whether we listen or not is a different story. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Still in chapter 14, now down to verse 6. Hallelujah. It says, Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had spied out the land. So these were two that had a different opinion than the other ten. Hallelujah. Tore their clothes as a sign of grief. And they spoke to all the congregation of the sons of Israel, saying, The land through which we passed as spies is an exceeding good land. Next slide, next verse. Verse 8. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land, for they will be our prey. Their protection has been removed from them. And the Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. The Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Hallelujah. We all have challenges. Amen. But the Lord is with us. Hallelujah. And they were being encouraged. Do not fear them. Hallelujah. Do not fear if it seems too expensive for you. Hallelujah. Do not fear. Amen. Hallelujah. If someone's smarter than you, someone's more talented than you, do not fear those giants. Hallelujah. Because the Lord is with you. The Lord was with Joseph and Joseph was a prosperous man. The Lord is with you and you are prosperous people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He's with me. There's some assignments that I have to do now, hallelujah, that I'm just going to keep it real with you, hallelujah. A black man of my size, amen, going in certain neighborhoods or certain stores, amen, hallelujah, isn't too popular nowadays. And recently, this week, amen, I went into, hallelujah, nine, I went into 13 stores. And nobody that owns these stores looks like me. But I had to keep telling myself, the Lord is with me, amen. I had to secure different sites, amen, for the students I serve so that they can do their schoolwork, their, their internships, hallelujah. Glory to God, hallelujah. And I had to tell you, most of them said no, hallelujah, but I did have, hallelujah, some doors open, amen, hallelujah, for our students. Why? Because the Lord was with me. Amen. Hallelujah. This was beyond me. I, I, I can't get past Hallelujah, people's perceptions of me on my own. Mm-hmm. I can't change how I look. Not that I want to. <laughs> I'm proud of what God made me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He didn't make this fat, but hallelujah, he made me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I made the fat. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But God's with me. So I don't. I'm getting to the point where I'm not letting the perceptions of others of who I am be a giant in my life anymore. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why? Because the Lord is with me. I shall not fear them. Hallelujah. Next slide. Next verse. But all the congregation said to stone Joshua and Caleb with stones. But the glory and brilliance of the Lord appeared at the tent of the meeting the tabernacle before all the sons of Israel. So here they are trying to encourage, Joshua and Caleb are trying to encourage the Israelites that God would be with them and not to fear, and the Israelites want to stone them. Let me say this to us, amen. Those of us that are leaders, whether it be in a church or at work or your family or whatever, hallelujah, sometimes folks are going to want to stone you. That just is what it is. But let's, 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 let me go back in here. It says, but the glory and brilliance of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting, the tabernacle before the sons of Israel. In other words, God showed up on the scene to protect Caleb and Joshua with his manifested presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was either the pillar of cloud by day or the fire, the pillar of fire by night, whichever manifestation he appeared and he appeared and saved Caleb and Joshua. Hallelujah. God's got you. When people want to stone you, when people want to talk behind your back, God has got you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. They didn't try to defend themselves. God defended them. That's one I'm still learning. Amen. Don't try to defend yourself. God's got you. Hallelujah. 
Next slide. As a result, missing out on the promise. We're looking at the children of Israel here in the wilderness. They're near the shores, amen, of the promised land. And because of their fear and intimidation of the giants and the walled cities in the promised land, they're going to miss out on the promise. Hallelujah. Saints, as an individual and as a member of this church and churches in the past, unfortunately too often, I've experienced missing out on the promise. Let's read about it. Amen. Next slide. We're going down to verse 20 now in, in the same chapter 14 in Numbers. It says, so the Lord said, I have pardoned them. So Moses pleaded for them not to be because God had said, you know what? I'm paraphrasing. I've given them every chance. I've shown them miracles. Now let me destroy them and I'll make a nation out of you and your descendants, Moses. Moses pleaded for the people. He reasoned with God. Uh, God, because of Moses, decided to do what I'm about to read here. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Lord said, I have pardoned them according to your word. But indeed, as I live, all the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord. In other words, he's gonna, God's going to be who he's going to be. Amen. And do what he's going to do. Hallelujah. Next slide. Verse 22. It says, surely all the men who have seen my glory and my miraculous signs, which I performed in Egypt and in the wilderness, yet have put me to the test these ten times and have not listened to my voice, will by no means see the land which I swore to give to their fathers, nor will any who treated me disrespectfully and rejected me see it. You know, there's a there's time, and if we're going to be real, and I always pick on me, I'm, I'm not picking on anybody else. I have kept myself out of promise. I thought it was too hard for God. Though God wasn't able to do it. This is too big even for God. Or I'm not going to be my, 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 I'm not going to be able to do it by my means, by my ability. And unfortunately, I found myself in my own personal wilderness for a long, long time. My God, I forgot what he used to do for me and what he's accomplished for me, especially at the cross. Next slide, please. So how do we overcome our fears, overcome our giants? How, how do we do that? How do we get to a place where we finally walk into the promises of God? How do, how, how do we realize it? How do we actualize the promises of God that he has said to us for years and years, but we've not yet walked in it? What, what, what could, how can we be different from the children of Israel? Amen. Next slide. Going back to Numbers 11. This is where uh, the children of Israel were complaining about they wanted flesh to eat. They wanted meat to eat. Amen. And they were complaining and murmuring about it. And God relented, not because it was his perfect will, because he was giving them manna already. But he relented. Amen. And said that he would send quails for them to eat. Amen. And this is Moses' response to God saying he would send the quails. And the Lord said to Moses, because uh, uh, Moses doubted that God could do it. He said, where would you get all these quails from? Hallelujah. And then the Lord said to Moses, is the Lord's hand, ability, power, limited, short, inadequate? 
You shall see now whether my word will come to pass for you or not. So what does this have to do with us receiving the promises? We have to see God as bigger than our challenges. It sounds simple. It sounds simplistic. But hallelujah, it is highly effective. God, hallelujah, is not limited. He's not short. He's not inadequate. It was nothing for him to bring quail to feed the million people, amen, that left, hallelujah, Egypt, hallelujah. It is nothing for him to do for you what he promised, hallelujah, because he is God. Amen. It's nothing for him. And far too often I saw the problem as too hard for God. The children of Israel saw the problem, the giants, the walled cities as too hard for God, even though they had just been delivered from the most powerful nation on earth. So how we get there? We have to always magnify the Lord in our view. And not see everything in the Bible as a fantasy. Well, that's just what was done for David or, 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 or Moses. No, if he loves them, he loves us. He's not the respecter of persons. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, there's often the question, when, God? When are you going to do it? And he's throwing it back to us today. When are you going to believe me? Our only requirement for entering into the promise is believing that God is able to do it. And God often doesn't do things exactly when we want him to do it. And because of that, our belief in him wanes over time. And we believe he's unable to do it. It happened to Abraham. After 10 years of waiting for the child, and as he got 10 years older, I guess God is not going to do it. So let me go have a baby on my own with Hagar. It's a part of human nature that if God doesn't do it exactly what I want him to do it, he's unable to do it. The fight of faith is believing in God, no matter what, no matter the time span, no matter, hallelujah, because like, like I told you before, amen, he told me I wasn't ready for a promotion before. And even now, as I face little challenges on my job, hallelujah, and old ways start to come up, I have to fight them away and deny them, ignore the impulses, amen, and do what God told me to do, amen, hallelujah. For example, hallelujah, when you got to lead people, amen, it's not easy. Whether it be in church or whether it be on a secular job. Hallelujah. Human beings are human beings. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Everybody's not going to love you all the time. Hallelujah. Can you do your job even when people don't love you in that moment? And still treat them nice. And the people of value. That only, do, that only occurs when you are drawing from the Lord. 
It's not me. It's nothing in me. Hallelujah. Besides the Lord. I, we have to draw from the Lord. I don't know why this came up. Amen. But can you continue to treat people nice who mistreat you? In your flesh? No, you can't. That's when we need to draw in the spirit. Hallelujah. When I feel it, when I feel it start to build up, say, Lord, this is too great for me. <laughs> I need to draw on your spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Fill me with the wherewithal to continue to love everybody despite how I'm being treated or at least my perception of how I'm being treated. Because sometimes we get a little paranoid. Hallelujah. I know I do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm just being transparent with you, amen, and this is how I deal with things, amen. Next slide, please. What typifies a person that enters into promise? What, what example, who can we look at, amen, of a person that enters into promise, amen? Next slide, please. We're going back to Numbers 14, amen, and 24. This is God speaking of that person. He says, but my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit, or this is a Hebrewism, uh, he's speaking of a different attitude, a different way of looking at things, and has followed me fully. What has he done? He's followed the Lord fully. I will bring into the land into which he entered, and his descendants shall take possession of it. So he's saying, I'm, I, he's not only going to be blessed, but his descendants as well. Why? Because he has a different attitude. He has a different perception. He has a different spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And he's followed me fully. Most of the, think of this. Out of millions of people, a handful, including Caleb, believed God. Think of yourself in a situation where everybody's saying nay, 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 or no, no, no. And the pressure of following God in that atmosphere. When everybody's doubting, hallelujah, but you continue to believe, hallelujah, and people wanting to stone you because of what you believe. People calling you crazy. People calling you holy roller. People calling saying, well, that's not how faith works. They ain't spent a day in church. What Caleb was doing, and also Joshua is not mentioned here, hallelujah, was something of difficulty. I find myself in these situations often, especially as a man. It's not many men I'm around, amen, that are going to encourage me to follow the Lord. They encourage me to do other things but not often will encourage me to follow the Lord. And I've been called names over the years. Names I can't say over the pulpit. My wife said thank you, hallelujah. But I'm, am I gonna try to be one of the boys or am I gonna follow the Lord? There's a price to pay, sometimes you're lonely. Sometimes you don't have the boys and the friends. Hallelujah. But I'm following the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then God can replace, God can place people in your life to love you and be your friend. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. The testimony of one that receives his promise. So we see, hallelujah, how do we receive the promise? Hallelujah. We see God is bigger than our problem. Hallelujah. We saw someone that typified someone that enters into the promise. He follows God fully. 
He's not swayed by the, uh, the negative words of others. Hallelujah. And here's this person's testimony. Next slide. When verse, uh, hallelujah, glory to God. I might have the wrong thing here for you guys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give me a second, guys. I redid this slide <laughs> recently. Hallelujah. Okay, no, I, th I believe I'm in the right place. Okay. So, oh, okay, I'm in a different chapter. I'm in a different book. That's why. Hallelujah. Here we go. All right, so we're coming out of Joshua 14, verse 6. Amen. This is the testimony of someone who entered into promise. Then the tribe of the sons of Judah approached Joshua in Gilgal. We know Joshua took over from Moses. Amen. Hallelujah. And Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kenizzite, said to him, You know the word which the Lord said to Moses, the man of God, concerning me. You know in Kadesh Barnea, that was the area that was near the promised land. Hallelujah. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me to Kadesh Barnea to scout the land. And I brought a report back to him as it was in my heart. Next slide, next verse, verse 8. My brothers, fellow spies who went up with me, made the heart of the people melt with fear. But I followed the Lord my God completely. So Moses swore an oath to me on that day, saying, Be assured that the land on which your foot, was walk, your foot has walked will be an inheritance to you and your children always, because you have followed the Lord my God completely next slide next verse verse 10 and now look the lord has let me live just as he said these 45 years since the lord spoke the word to moses he had to wait 45 years y'all he, he stayed encouraged hallelujah kept looking to the lord and when israel wandered in the wilderness and now look at me i am 85 years old today i am still as strong today as i was the day moses sent me as my strength was then so is my strength now for war and for going out and coming in. Amen. Now, this was supernatural. Hallelujah. God had infused him. Amen. With the strength at 85. That he was just as strong at 85 as he was at 40. Hallelujah. Next slide. Next verse. Verse 12. So now give me this hill country about which the Lord sp sp spoke that day. For you heard on the day that the giant like Anakin were there with great fortified cities. Perhaps the Lord will be with me. And I shall drive them out just as the Lord said. So Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Therefore, Hebron became the inheritance of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, the Kesanite, to this day, because he followed the Lord. Why? Because he followed the Lord. Why? Because he followed the Lord, the God of Israel, completely. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Next slide, next verse. The name of Hebron was formerly Kiriath Abba, city of Abba. For Abba was the greatest man among the giant like Anakim. Then the land had rest from war. So he defeated these giant like people because he followed God completely. Let me be transparent with you. I have fears. I have concerns. I'm intimidated by certain things. Although I've been saved for a number of years, although I'm pastor of the church, I have insecurities. I have challenges that I face. There are things that God wants me to do, and they are intimidating. 
They are intimidating because I'm looking at the problem more than I look at him. But as I come into this new understanding and as we come into a new understanding, God wants us to follow him completely. There are going to be times when God tells you to do things and you're going to be shivering in your boots. Amen. But as long as you are shivering in your boots and you keep walking in faith. Hallelujah. You can be two things at once. You could be scared and walking in faith. Hallelujah. You can feel it. Hallelujah. I know some people don't agree with that. Hallelujah. But there's some things that you have to follow God where everything in your body is telling you not to. Everything in your mind and your heart's telling you not to. But your spirit is committed to God. It was intimidating to start this church. There's nothing worse than starting a church from the ground up. Be nice to have people in place already, amen. You just transfer the church, amen, hallelujah. And not having a personality that draws people, amen. I know I'm, not, I'm, I'm naturally to myself, hallelujah, glory to God. How is this going to happen, Lord? But he did it. Amen. I was scared, but I walked forward. Remember the first time we had a New Year's Eve service? I said, nobody's coming. In myself, I was intimidated, but I went ahead anyway, and people came. Not because of me, but because of the Lord. Amen. There were things that are out of your comfort zone, that are unfamiliar to you, that God will lead you into. Will we follow him completely? And walk in the promise. That is the question. Hallelujah. I know in my own life. There have been failures to do that. But I am motivated. Especially in this year of breakthrough. To step up to the plate and follow him. And he'll do the rest. As a man I, I, I want to be doing something. I want to I figure something out. I want to build something. I want to work an extra job. I want to do this. I want to do that. As a man I want to control it. I want to make it happen. Amen. But these things are beyond my ability to make happen. Hallelujah. I have to follow him. I have to walk through the shadow of the valley of death. Amen. My fears. I have to face these giants. Hallelujah. In order to receive the promise. It's not me fighting. It's trusting in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. To show up. Hallelujah. And do his God thing. Our challenge is facing those giants and believing that God's greater. Let me bring it home. Some of us want to move. Some of us want improved family situations. Some of us want improved marriages. Some of us want that promotion. Some of us want that business. Some of us want this. Some of us want that. Hallelujah. We got to follow the Lord completely. And stop trusting in our fears. And start trusting in the Lord. Hallelujah. There's no work to be done other than laboring to enter into his rest. Hallelujah. It's the only work he's told the Christian to do. Labor to enter into his rest. Caleb and Joshua were in rest. And both of them received the promise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God wanted me to share this with you today. Amen. We're on the banks of Kadesh Barnea. 
We're in eyesight of our personal promises and our corporate church promise. Can we continue despite what our human nature is fueling us to be intimidated by? Can we continue to look at him despite the time that has gone by, despite the disappointments we have faced? Can we continue to be like Caleb, to be like Joshua, and despite the naysayers on either side? Sometimes they live in our own houses, hallelujah. Can we look to him as the author and finish of our faith and receive the promise? This is the challenge. Let me, let me read this in conclusion. Next slide. Saints, in order to overcome the giants in our lives and receive the promise, we must wholeheartedly follow the Lord no matter what challenges we face. God will never lead us to promises that we will be able to receive without his help. He's not going to lead us to things that we can do without him. God, hallelujah, we talked about last week that God, Emmanuel, God in us, God with us, hallelujah, we're new beings now. We do things in concert with God. He lives in us. We're a new type of being. We must go with God. Hallelujah. We can't do it on our own without faith in him. We must always see God as bigger than our giants. I know that was one of my own personal challenges. As he said to Moses, his ability, his power is not limited or inadequate. The same God that led the children of Israel out of hundreds of years slavery and that led their descendants into the promised land will cause you, if you trust him more than the giants you face, into that which he promised you. In this year of breakthrough, let us trust God past our fears and receive the promise. Hallelujah. Nothing you are going through right now is too great for God. Amen. Nothing you are going through right now is too great for God. I'll say it one more time. Nothing you are going through right now is too great for God. But it's going to happen by faith in him. It will seem large. It will seem challenging. It will seem like it will never happen. But there is nothing too hard for God. This is how we get into promise. Hallelujah. He's undefeated, y'all. He can't be defeated. Hallelujah. He wouldn't be God if he could be defeated. Hallelujah. Glory to God. His hand is not slack. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He is well able to do it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You may not always have all the answers, but he does. He is the answer. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is well able to do it. We've got to keep our trust in him or place our trust in him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me pray. Father God, we thank you and praise you for your word. We thank you for the example of the children of Israel. We thank you for the example of Caleb and Joshua. Now, Father God, you've declared this the year of breakthrough for us. And if we're in this third month, midway through this third month of 2021, Lord God, empower your people to believe you, to overcome their greatest challenges, and to enter into their personal, and as I stand here as the pastor of the Living Waters Christian Center, 
for this church to enter into its promise corporately as well in the name of Jesus. You know, Lord God, those things that influence us, that affect us, Lord God, empower us to look past our challenges, empower us to look past our past frustrations, empower us to look past our disappointment, Lord God, empower us to look past the the times we've said to you, Lord God, Lord, where are you? Why are you taking so long? Empower us, Lord God, to continue to fully and completely follow you and to see you as greater than our greatest challenges today in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, have free course in us. Have your free course in us and cause us to receive the promises of God. We thank you today. We praise you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Saints, if God told you and gave you a promise, he's going to bring it to pass. Continue to believe in him. Hallelujah. Caleb could have gave up a long time ago and died in the wilderness. He chose not to. Hallelujah. He had a different spirit, a different attitude. Amen. I want to encourage you. This is an encouragement. I'm like Caleb and Joshua when they were trying to convince, amen, the children of Israel. This, that's who I am right now. And if you want those stones, amen, I, the, the brilliance of God will block it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Listen, be encouraged. Sometimes we lose our strength as Christians because we lose our encouragement. We lose our hope. Oh, this is just the way it's going to be. Let me sit back. Hallelujah. I got a little bitterness in me, but I may just be what I'm going to be. Listen, let's be encouraged. Let's be excited for the Lord and know he's going to bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Listen, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. I'm 51 years old. I'm going for it. Hallelujah. I've wasted a lot of time. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. I'm believing him. Hallelujah. It doesn't make sense. Hallelujah to anybody else. But between me and him, I'm going for it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I believe him. I, I'm going for it. Hallelujah. I've walked around aimlessly too long. I'm going for it. I believe him. I'm sticking to him. Hallelujah. I'm following him. Hallelujah. I've been woken up three o'clock in the morning too often. Hallelujah. I've been told things too often. Hallelujah. I've been encouraged. Amen. Hallelujah. And went the other way too often. Hallelujah. I've ignored God too long. Hallelujah. I'm going for it. I believe you. You're well able. And we have a covenant between him and us. Amen. Everything that is his is ours. Hallelujah. Listen, let me speak to you now. Amen. If you were impacted by this message and there's just something inside you and we know that be the Spirit of God ministering to you, even if you're unsaved, the Spirit, hallelujah, glory to God, is ministering to you. Amen. Hallelujah. That there is more it first starts with the relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father except through him. We come into relationship, hallelujah, with this complex being known as God. Hallelujah. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Through the God, the Son, Jesus Christ. 
Hallelujah. If you were impacted by this message, amen, hallelujah, I want to encourage you to say these words with me and enter into the family of God. That's, that's step number one, hallelujah. So if that's you, say these words. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins, my imperfection. I believe that you rose from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your death as payment for my sins. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, now say amen. Brother and sister, if you said that prayer and you said it sincerely, you are saved, one day going to heaven, and you have access to the promises of God as you continue to follow him completely, no matter what intimidating things are in front of you, amen, no matter what giants are in front of you, amen, hallelujah. If you believe in him, you will have the promised, hallelujah. David, hallelujah, had a live, actual giant in front of him, amen, but believe God, despite his smaller stature than the giant, David defeated the giant, amen, and went on to become king of Israel, hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He's another example of someone who overcame the intimidation, hallelujah, of the giant in front of him. Despite his brothers and all the armies of Israel being intimidated, amen, this 17-year-old young man believed God and went on to become the greatest king of all of Israel. Hallelujah. Why not us? Why can't we believe God, hallelujah, and receive all that God has for us? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, there'd be haters along the way. Hallelujah. But hallelujah, once you receive the promise, amen, it would all melt away. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And they may even get saved, amen, or start to believe God if they're saved already and receive their own promise. Listen, we need your help to continue to spread the gospel. Hallelujah. Uh, the gospel must be invested in. It must, it must be uh, supported. Amen. Hallelujah. How is it supported here on earth? Amen. We need your financial contributions, your donations. Hallelujah. Your tithe, your offerings, uh, whatever you would like to call it. Amen. We need that. Hallelujah. That we can continue to share the good news about Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And there are three ways that you can give unto the Living Waters Christian Center. Amen. This is the organization that God's using. Hallelujah. To, uh, to, to share the gospel in this area. Hallelujah. Of Amityville and also to you online. Amen. The first way you can invest in the church is by giving online. You can give to lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. Hallelujah. That's lwccgrace.org uh, forward slash donations. You can make a financial contribution there. Amen. And we thank you in advance. You can also mail a donation into uh, the Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Abneyville, New York. 11701. Both those ways are on your screen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.